0: Is going on? You are tuned into the Decoding Success Podcast with your host, Matt Labrie, and today we are joined by a friend of the show, a friend of mine, an overall amazing human being that I have learned so much from just by being in proximity to him on top of the countless conversations we've had. It was only right for me to ask him to hop on the show to amplify his message to all of you. Today, we are joined by award-winning branding architect, best-selling author, and global motivational speaker, Steve Canal. Steve is the principal and CEO of the Brand Executive, which provides people with the tools to grow as entrepreneurs or successfully climb the corporate ladder through his Power Moves Masterclass and brand-building strategy sessions. As a native of New York, he has developed award-winning corporate marketing and social responsibility campaigns, creatively aligned companies with their target audiences, and consulted over 2,000 entrepreneurs in strategic brand expansion for brands such as American Air. Airlines, McDonald's, Presidente, Tyson Foods, and more recently, helped change the way America enjoys beer as an innovator for Miller Coors Brewing Company. On top of that, his debut book, a number one bestseller on Amazon, The Mind of a Winner, takes a deep dive into personal growth with the intent to cut down the learning curve of success and inspire a winning mindset that will put readers on the path to achieving success with purpose through methodologies from the likes of Damon John, Barbara Corcoran, Swin Cash, Kenny the Jet Smith, 2 Chains, and many more. As a community change agent, Steve has created impactful civic and economic empowerment Opportunities for communities across the country. Steve spearheaded national programs such as the Coors Light Full Court Refresh Program, where the brand refurbished over 50 basketball courts across the country in underserved neighborhoods, and launched the Miller Light Tap the Future National Business Pitch Program to empower the next wave of entrepreneurs. Although Steve holds many, many titles, there are none greater to him than that of a husband to his wife Swin Cash and father to his son. And before. Before diving into today's episode, thanks to our partnership with Audible, you can check out Steve's best-selling book, The Mind of a Winner, for free. All you have to do is head over to audibletrial.com forward slash decoding success. Now, without further ado, I bring to you my man, Steve Canal. Steve, thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. I definitely want to express my gratitude for our friendship and for you hopping on the show because I know how much value you're about to provide. Definitely, Matt. I greatly appreciate you for you know thinking about me and
1: and having me on your amazing podcast. I see you doing great things, so, so it's always good to
0: catch up with good people. A hundred percent, a hundred percent. Let's so let's jump right in. First question, straight off the bat, no fluff, no BS. How do you define success?
1: Man, you know when when you think about this this you know. The, the era that we're in with, you know, instant information and constant, you know, having the ability to tap into other people's worlds, you know, folks get, get it you know, construed of, of what exactly success is, you know, they see somebody else doing it and they feel like, all right, that's what success is and that's what I need to achieve and, you know, and attain. But, you know, at the end of the day, success is what, Makes you happy. Success is your purpose. Success is what you know. You feel when you wake up every day, um, and you're, you're excited to to take on that day. Um, I always tell people, um, you know, don't try to achieve that person's level of success because you don't know what they what they went through in their life to achieve that level, or what their goals are. Right. So you need to define success for what it is for you. Right. So for me, success is waking up every day um, and knowing that I'm working my purpose. I'm working towards something that I love every day, something that I will do without getting paid for. Right. And that's me. You know, that doesn't mean that the person next to me or the person watching me on Instagram or, you know, the person that I meet in the office should want to achieve that same thing. You know, everybody has their own own roadmaps. You know, life isn't cookie cutter, so it shouldn't be defined the same, right? So I always tell people, what makes you happy? Success is achieving your level of success. It's what you define as happiness every day. Uh, uh, you know, one person might, you know, success for them is becoming a teacher, being able to pay their bills, be able, being able to feed their family and take one vacation, one vacation a year. Success for somebody else might be, I just want to travel all year, you know? I just want to be able to pay for my travel, be able to eat, um, and see new things every day, right? So for you, it, it's defining your level of success and what makes you happy and which you love,
0: To each their own, right? To each their own, for sure. And I definitely feel like a lot of people, including myself, from time to time, will get caught up with you know the highlight reels that we're seeing on social media. So I I definitely resonate with that. And you know, my question to that, you know, you mentioned happiness, you mentioned purpose and excitement. How do you find yourself staying on track to achieve all of those feelings, or you know, how do you find yourself even getting back on track to achieve that if you ever fall off track? Yeah. So you know, the most important
1: part to that um is implementing your systems and achieving your goals and you know identifying what your purpose is so when you wake up you know when i wake up i know what what i'm working towards so it allows me to cut the fat you know where you know we tend to to fall short or run into to issues is when we get sidetracked because we're not aligned and focused on what the ultimate goal is you know? Um, and when you get sidetracked, that's when things tend to happen and you lose focus. And you know, the, the small steps you're supposed to take every day that's getting you closer and closer to what you're trying to achieve gets further and further because you're not focused. So for me, I try to make sure that I write down my goals, um, my, my daily goals, uh, and make sure I cross them all so I can see them every day and whatever is not crossed off. i put it on to the next day. So I'm staying on track to what I'm trying to ultimately achieve. There's always going to be something that you need to do. Um, And if you don't stay focused on that and put the systems in place to achieve that goal, you're going to get sidetracked and it's going to get harder and it's going to get frustrating um, because you're going to feel like you're not accomplishing anything when you're not spending enough time or focused on what you're trying to achieve and your purpose and in your ultimate goals. You know, so I, I try to implement and put my systems in place to make sure that I'm working every day towards what I'm trying to achieve.
0: You know, I have a, a question just based off of that. You know, I, I love the fact, you know, building out that goal list. I think that's really big. I actually did that yesterday, but it's funny. It's right in front of me right now. And I was only able to cross off a couple of the things that I had on there. Not expecting to cross off everything, but yesterday I most definitely got sidetracked. So what do you, what's your advice to not get sidetracked? You know, is it something like the, the Pomodoro technique or uh, anything of that sort? You know, for, for me, it's just making sure it's in my face all day. Um, <laughs> obviously,
1: there are going to be things that are going to come up. So it, it's OK if, you know, you, you're focused on your goals and something comes up, and you need to work on it. You just need to get in the habit of picking up where you left off, right? And, and understanding that I didn't finish what I was supposed to finish. So I need to pick it up after I'm done. So what I do is I put notes in my calendar. Um, I, you know, I definitely, and I, and I set the alarm on it. So I understand that, Hey, all right, I'm, I have five items on my list. I only did two and I'm sidetracked right now. And I need to go, you know, shovel the snow outside, or I need to go, you know, pick up my son because my wife had to go to a meeting or, you know, they asked her to stay a little later to, to film a show. Um, I put a note in my alarm and I think, hey, it's going to take me about an hour to do this. So, you know, in the next hour or two hours, I need to set an alarm to tell me that I need to do this next step. So I always put it in my face so I don't forget. When it's not in your face, you know, you're going to forget and you might not remember for a couple of days. So I try to use the tools that are afforded to us. We have so many apps that we can leverage to remind us to pick up where we left off or if we get sidetracked to remember that, hey, I didn't finish step three or, you know, goal number three or four, but I'm going to pick it up in an hour or two or three hours when I get back, you know, in front of my computer or wherever I need to be to, to take that next step.
0: Do you find yourself like setting a, I don't want to call it a deadline, but just a time in the day where you completely shut down your work for that day? Like, uh, you know, it's kind of a trend that I've been seeing while interviewing individuals on the show. A lot of people are like, listen, you know, you need to take that, uh, you know, you need to have that time for yourself. You need to disconnect. And that's why I, I feel like I needed to ask that because yesterday I was in the position where. I was able to come back to my desk if I wanted to to complete the work that was on my list. I went to the gym, I got back. It still wasn't too late. It was 10 p.m., but at the same time, at 10 p.m., do I really want to go back to my desk and work? You know, I want to be asleep by a certain time to be able to be awake by a certain time. So, do you feel like you ever set that, you know, that that time where you're just not allowed to go back to your desk or your laptop to work? Yeah, so there's there's pre-father Steve and there's there's the
1: father Steve. <laughs> right so before having my son, um there was no limit. you know, I just worked until I got tired and went to sleep, you know, um and just kept on working um and having a son you know definitely you know made me focus and, and understand that time is the most valuable resource that we have, so I need to make sure that every hour that's spent is towards something that is you know of substance and value to me, right. So when it comes to shutting down, um, if I shut down, I know that, you know, I need to spend time with the family. Um, I need to spend time, you know, playing with my son or, um, you know, it's, it's something else that, that is of substance, you know, because we don't get that time back. Right. So I'm, I'm always making sure that, you know, when I'm not working is doing something that's taking me a step closer to how I want to feel every day. Um, so, you know, whether it's shutting down and going to get a massage, whether it's shutting down and learning, you know, new, you know, cooking techniques that's going to help, you know, help make us healthier in the household, um, it's always shutting down for purpose. So I understand, you know, there's, I think there's, it's like good, good and bad fats, you know there are fat there's fat foods that are not good for you, and there's fat that, fats that are good for you, um, so it's the same thing when you shut down and understand that when I shut down, I need to be shutting down for a purpose that's taking me um, that's going to enhance and, and bring value to the household, opposed to me just shutting down and just wasting that time doing nothing if that makes yeah. sense..
0: Right. It, mo- it most definitely does. Yeah, I totally respect it. Now, you know, you-, you talked about purpose a couple times. You talked about substance a couple times. Like I said to you earlier, I, I saw on your, your new site, you had a quote, and I really love it. The most influential and powerful people in the world are those who know their purpose. So my question to you is, what's your advice for people that are still seeking their purpose or are kind of transitioning out of what they thought their purpose was into something new? You have any advice for these people?
1: Yeah, um, take a step back Um, shut everything down and be one with self. Think about your journey. Uh, Think about the things that, uh, you hated about your journey, um, and write those down and think about the things that you love about your current journey and write those things down and filter it through. Um, obviously the things that you hated about what you were doing that made you obviously go into, into, you know, something else, identify it. Um, realize it, understand the impact it had on your life and how it could have been different, um, and eliminate it, you know, whether it's, you know, people that were in your life, whether it's a habit, um, that, that was, that has been a part of your life that has been, you know, slowing you down and keeping you back, um, identify and be real with it. That purpose, that person you see in the mirror is who you are. Right. So the things that are good, the things that are great, the things that you love, um, hone in on those things, focus on those things, understand how it positively impacted your life and double down on it. The things that you love, the things that you care about doing, focus on those things, um, you know, and, and double down on it because that's, that's a part of your purpose. You know, being able to wake up and understand that this is something I truly love, something that I'm passionate about, something that I could do the rest of my life. Those are things that are, you know, start, are getting you closer towards your purpose, but you need to identify it. So you need to start by not just jumping into something else and going in full force and not understanding your journey. You need to take a step back, identify the hate, identify the love on your journey, and then double down on the things that you love and you're passionate about um, and put strategy in place to be able to you know, go full, full throttle um, in that direction.
0: Now I feel like clarity is a, a really big and crucial part to success, and I feel like the steps that the actionable steps that you just gave will really help individuals, even myself, you know, find clarity and find our mission and find our purpose. And you know, one of the reasons I asked that question was, you know, I, I really admire the brand that you've built and the brand that you continue to build. So I wanted to transition that into, you know, what are the next steps to developing your brand, whether personal or business? And I feel like when you know your purpose, when you know your mission. When you have clarity on that, that's step one. So what comes after that? Being authentic. You need to be authentic
1: with yourself. Be real with yourself. Um, Know your strengths, know your weaknesses, um, work on that. Um, And then be clear with what you're offering to the world whether it's a product, whether it's a service, if you're, if you're looking to build a, a business, if it's personal, again, be real with yourself, identify your strengths, identify your weaknesses uh, and, and be authentic. You know, nobody wants to be involved or, or work with somebody that isn't being, you know, authentic with the situation. You know, when you're just coming into a situation just for gain for you, that's not that's not a, a a healthy situation. That's a toxic situation because that person is only focused on themselves. Every situation, you should look at how it's going to benefit the, the individual you're working with and how it benefits you, of course. Um, but it should go two ways. It's a partnership. You know, I always look at it in terms of sponsorship and partnership. When you look at corporate America, sponsorship, you know that's that's the mentality and mindset of a lot of people where it's like all right give me this you know um i feel like i can you know i have this offering i don't really know if it's going to benefit you but i know i think this is great so give me this amount of you know sponsorship for me to take on my business and, and make and get my wins right but most of the time, it doesn't benefit the actual uh, person who's sponsoring, or you know, the corporate you know, company or the business that's sponsoring. Um, partnership is a two-way transaction. I'm thinking about how my business, um, I can tailor it to impact your business. or I can you know, in, in a personal relationship, you know partnership is, how can I make you better, right? In, in return you're going you know by doing that you're gonna want to make see the best for me as well, right so there's there's sponsorship and there's partnership. You can see it in a corporate setting, you can see it in a personal setting. Um, you should always think in that in those terms. I would love to be gone with 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 the term sponsorship because you know me just looking at what's good for me and not really caring about the results for you isn't the best. That's not healthy, that's a toxic situation. A partnership, a true partnership is two ways. That person's thinking about me and they're gonna support what I have going on and I'm gonna think about you and support what you have going on. I'm gonna be in- invested into you and you're gonna be invested into me and that way we can build something that's gonna be fruitful and great for both parties. So going into situations, you know, you gotta think in those terms of how can I support and help? Uh, first and foremost, besides just how, what can I do to make me better? You know, every relationship, again, it's not cookie cutter. Every situation, every relationship is special and you should treat it as such. When going into business, you should understand your, you know, who you are, what your, you know, what your focus is, what you're going to offer to the world and how it's going to benefit those individuals. And then, you know, from there, you'll see, you know, a, a huge difference um, in
0: in approach and, and, and results. I definitely agree with you. I feel like all relationships should be symbiotic as opposed to that one, you know, one sidedness. You know, you talked about, you know, remaining true to you and, uh, you know, authenticity and being genuine. So what's your advice to staying authentic? You know, and we, we kind of touched on it earlier in regard to what we're seeing on social media and things of that nature, you know, and people trying to fake it till they make it, but you know, no brand ever goes far when you're faking until you make it personal or, or business, you know, and we both know that I'm sure a lot of people listening know that. So what's your advice to staying authentic? You know, again, it's,
1: it's, it's taking a step back. Um, and identifying purpose within self, um, knowing what you can offer to the world, and realizing that, you know, toxic situations are toxic situations. So you need to realize, you know, the, the, the information that you consume every day is going to impact you. Um, so you need to filter the content and information that you're consuming. Um, You know, I always call toxic, you know, people and situations, mental terrorists. You need to keep the mental terrorists out of your life. Um, So you need to cut out, you know, the the negative um, folks that are around you, the negative content that you're consuming. You need to streamline that to be able to put yourself in a position to, you know, be, you know, see a positive light when you take on your day every day, you know? So it starts with what you're consuming, you know, to be able to put yourself in a position to stay on track and stay focused.
0: Let's say someone has their brand developed, uh, you know, they're, they're fully developed, business or personal, you know, that doesn't matter. One thing I admire about you is, you know, your, your way of building and fostering communities, you know. So, you know, what would your advice be for, for someone that has that brand built and they're looking to build a community around their message or product? You know, you definitely have to
1: find something that you're passionate about. You know, you, sh- it should, you should always realize that it's bigger than you and what can you do to 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 give back to this world what can you do to you know make sure that you know the community around you is being positively impacted because again you know to to our, to what we just talked about um to the point that you know of you know what you consume and what's around you if you're not a part of the solution you know the the negativity and and you know the 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 things around you could could mushroom into something that's not healthy for your community. So building community is being authentic again, being real and identifying something that you're passionate about and putting your your energy behind it, knowing that it's bigger than you. Um, And it doesn't necessarily mean that you need to change the world, but positively impacting the things that are around you. You know, Um, and by doing that, um you, you you get to, you know, put the people that are around you and give them, you know, that ladder to be able to step up and understand your world. So it's always important. It's always, always important to realize that it's bigger than you and there's always people watching. And you need to be able to help those people around you to be able to build that community. Because when the community builds, the world just becomes a better place.
0: Now, I I always wrap up this show with two questions. The first of those two is, what was a piece of advice that you've been given that you didn't want to hear, but it proved to be true over time? Oh, man.
1: Um, (laughs) You know, growing up, my parents always used to tell me, you know, Watch out for this friend or, you know, be cautious to the people around you. And, <laughs> you know, a lot a lot of people that I grew up with or a lot of people that were close, you know, got into the wrong things. And all it took was, <laughs> you know, being at the wrong place at the wrong time because, you know, somebody who, you know, didn't have, uh, you know, the right focus on what they're trying to accomplish in life, you know, going to bad things, you know, and some people are arrested, some people aren't here anymore, you know, and <clears throat> it takes, you know, seeing those things live to realize that your parents or the people around you, you know, they just want to see you succeed, and um, having the right people around you, the right mindsets around you, definitely make a difference. You know, (laughs) and it holds true today, you know, um, you know, growing up as a teenager, you know, you don't want to hear it because, you know, you want to hang out with who you want to hang out with, not realizing or or seeing the bigger picture of those results and where it could land. So by, you know, putting the right people around you now and and seeing people for who they are and what they're trying to accomplish or not trying to accomplish, you need to have that filter on you know, because everybody's not meant to be in your circle or not meant to be around. Um, and that's okay, uh, because you, you, you're you not on the same journey, not on the same path. So, you know, need to realize that and understand that um, you need to have that filter on when people are, are, are entering your world.
0: A hundred percent. And listen, I, I could definitely relate. There were countless amounts of times. I did not listen to my parents. So I feel like that's a very much so a common trend. But second question, if someone ran up to you on the street, seeking a piece of advice to help them achieve their definition of success, what advice would you give them?
1: Um, I think it goes back to what we just talked about, but taking a little bit deeper, um, is having the, the right board of advisors around you. You know, some say, you know, mentors, I, I like to say Board of advisors because it 's a combination of people you know in the corporate world you know they always say Have a mentor within that that industry and have a mentor outside of that industry so they can you know give you advice you know and from an internal perspective and from an external perspective and then I always take it a deep a step further um, take it deeper um, you know and, and and having you know a collective of about five to six people in your life that are your board of advisors, your personal board of advisors, you know, big corporations, Fortune 500, Fortune 100 companies, they all have a board of directors, right? Um, And that board um, advises on moves or steps that would positively or negatively impact the business. And you should take that towards your personal life as well. You should have somebody, you know, that's, you know, going along the same journey as you, somebody who might be an entrepreneur somebody who just joined the corporate world or somebody who's 10 years in the corporate world, the same as you. Um, Somebody external who um, is a professional in whatever industry, who's been through the ropes, you know, and seen it all um, to advise you on a personal level. Um, You know, somebody, you know, somebody that might be in legal, you know, to be able to look at contracts or, you know, be a counsel to you when you have certain questions, somebody in the financial world who can help you, you know, if you're interested in getting in stocks or, you know, how do I start raising, you know, saving money for, you know, my son to go to college, you know, you should have that board of advisors who can advise you on all things life. Um, And that makeup should be about five or six people um, that you could tap into. Doesn't necessarily mean that you talk to them every day. It could be once a month. It could be once a quarter. Um, but develop that cadence to be able to communicate and talk to them about what's going on in your life. Um, so they can properly advise you. So you can make, you know, that those, those decisions that that's going to impact your life in a positive or negative way
0: hundred percent. I think mentorship or, you know, having that board of advisors is definitely one of the top keys to success. So Steve, I definitely appreciate you sharing that. And on top of that, I appreciate you jumping on the show with us. Where can people keep up with you on social? This is the time for you to drop that book. That book is amazing. Uh, the podcast and everything else you got going on.
1: Definitely. Um, you know, one of the things when it comes to marketing and branding yourself, it's definitely streamlining access uh, so try to make it as, as streamlined as possible so p- make it easy for people to find you. So all platforms is at Steve Canal, um, uh, my name. Uh my website, stevecanal.com. You can find, you know, uh like you said, the podcast, you get access to my book, The Mind of a Winner, um, which is Amazon number one bestseller. Uh you can gain gain access to that through the website. Um, so Instagram, Facebook, everything's at Steve Canal.
0: Much definitely appreciated, Steve. Thank you again for hopping on the show. I appreciate you. Thank you for having me. And there you have it. My man, Steve Canal, coming through with that fire. And listen, striving for purpose, being in alignment with that purpose, the pursuit of purpose, super, super powerful. And when you can connect to that, when you can find clarity in your life, when you can start being authentic with who you truly are, just like everything Steve mentioned right here in this episode, you are setting yourself up for major, major success. And that success is all based upon how you define it. Listen, make sure you connect with Steve on social, check out his website, check out his podcast, check out his book. Again, you can listen to it on Audible for free. Thanks to our partnership with Audible. All you have to do is head over to audibletrial.com forward slash decoding success connect with me hit me up on social let me know who you want to see on this show next I'm on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Twitter you already know where to find me at M-A-T-T underscore L-E-B-R-I-S and listen, again thank you for always tuning in thank you for your continuous support thank you for continuously sharing these episodes I am most definitely grateful until next time everyone be blessed peace